0: Welcome to the Dream Big Nation podcast. In this show, veteran recruiter, wealth mentor, and entrepreneur, Lisa Williams, will take you on a journey of exploration and discovery to learn what it takes to hire yourself. Are you ready to dream big and grow into the person you're meant to become? If so, you're in for a treat. And now, here is your host, Lisa Williams.
1: Welcome back to our Dream Big Nation podcast. I'm Lisa Williams, your host. And as you know, I just have always been fascinated by people and their life stories. And I just love that every single one of our guests has their own unique journey that they're sharing with us. And more importantly, they're helping others discover their best self through the businesses that they are running and operating Today, I am so blessed to introduce a new friend, Ms. Deb Erickson. Deb is a uh, business mindset expert. I'm really excited to learn about the concept of neurotraining. She's the founder of ICANN Institute, which has been around for over 25 years, and she's really been finding ways to innovate in this crazy COVID crisis that we're in right now. So Deb, welcome to our show.
0: Hey, Lisa! Thank you so much. It's it's exciting to be here.
1: Absolutely. Now, remind me, where are you visiting uh, from? Where are you in the country right now? I'm in Albuquerque,
0: New Mexico. So oh kind my of in the middle.
1: Yeah. Yep. I want to go there so bad. Do you? Are there any? Is it true? There's like hot air balloons in the sky yeah. all the time. That's how I vision it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That we are the hot. A hot balloon, a hot air balloon, uh capital of the world. I mean, we have a huge, I mean, there there is one time a year when we have a great ascension and there's probably close to a thousand balloons that fill the sky in an hour, hour and a half time frame. It, oh, it I is, love that. yeah, it's breathtaking.
1: it's breathtaking. I love it. How did you end up there out of curiosity?
0: You know, I graduated from school in the Midwest. I went to Illinois State University and all I wanted to do was to get as far west as I could. So yep, yep. yeah, yeah. I applied, you know, to be a school teacher in five different states. And this was during the time when, you know, there were just no jobs. And so the first, the first really possibility that popped up, I jumped on it. And it brought me out to Grants, New Mexico, little itty bitty mining town, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And eventually I moved into Albuquerque.
1: Oh, I love it. So, so I, you know, this is a great lead into, I always like to hear, you know, kind of your origination story, a little bit about your backstory and really your your idea for your company and then how you're serving your community.
0: You know, I'll tell you, it's probably been a lifelong journey. I I grew up, you know, my dad was a minister and a missionary. We traveled really very much the world, but he was very, very traditionalist. So the, the belief in our household was girls don't do that. You know, so so when we we moved to Korea for a couple of years, came back and it was I was a, a junior in high school at the time. And that's when Title IX kind of hit. And all of a sudden it was like girls can do stuff. And I was an athlete. So I started playing basketball. I had a coach. I had a coach that changed my life. She was the first female role model I had of a powerful woman she believed in. At the time, it was called positive mental attitude. You know, it was kind of the beginning of the movement. And she was, she opened my eyes to what was possible. And I always say that she really saved my life. I was a kind of a lost kid and, you know, was really depressed coming back from overseas and didn't fit in. And I I, under, I found mindset. I found the power of your thoughts. And so that was that was a huge turning point in my life. And I always from from the time I met her, it was like all of a sudden I wanted to be her. I wanted to do that. I wanted to uplift people, give them a vision, help them believe they can. And that was really that was probably the beginning uh, of I Can Institute, really. But to spend a couple of years in education, figured out that I couldn't really pay the bills as much as I loved coaching. Coached, I coached college level basketball. I started out with a men's team. My very first, my very first job. Oh, was I coaching. love that that you coached
1: men. That's
0: awesome. And I'm five two, so I, you know, I was I'm standing like this. I would stand on a chair to coach them. But I used all of my coaching techniques that I'd learned in school, right? Which is in their face and challenging them like, get your butts out here, all that, and it worked. They worked. We won the conference that year. The next year. The original coach came back. He'd had a heart attack. That's why I got the job. But he came back. And so I went to the girls team, moved to the girls team. And guess what? Those tools and techniques didn't work. I'd get on my chair, you know, and I'd give them what for. And they would run. And, you know, they were quitting after day one and they were crying. And, you know, I, I was like, something's wrong. It was my first clue that women learn differently and need to be coached differently. And I think it that was so foreign. I had no idea. And I, I enjoy teaching and coaching, but I actually moved into the business community. I traveled the world. I was a public speaker and a sales trainer and a, you know, a, a marketer. And then I had no time freedom. Right. So that's kind of when I found network marketing and I joined over a period of about 25 years. I had I was in and out of several different network marketing companies. First one went under, the company went under. And I, it was, I had that experience where like, I ran to the top just on my own energy. Right? I, I was recruiting people and sticking in places, but I was doing all the work. And I woke up one morning, Lisa, and I was like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know. And I realized if I wasn't working, nothing else was happening. And it's kinda, it was, again, one of those light bulb moments where I was like, oh, life is a team sport. I mean, you'd think I would have gotten that, but it's like, oh, it's a team sport, you know? And so it's all about building people. It's all about uplifting. And so I, at that point in time, I have to tell you that I was so frustrated with the current kind of, I guess I would, you know, personal development community because it's all men. It was all men and they were teaching and preaching from the style that, I had experienced coaching, you know, a, as a woman trying to coach males, and I realized it really works with men, but it doesn't work with women. And I was watching women in our industry and around the world not not reaching the levels they could reach, partially because of their our own socializing and our own programming, and our and and the coaching techniques and tools weren't helping. And that's when I went looking for neuroscience. I, I well, actually, I started. I went back and started working on my master's in uh, business. And then I moved to psychology because I was like, I can't find it. And I found neuroscience that I fell in love because neuroscience looks at our wiring and it says, if this is what you're experiencing in life, it is because of the wiring, you know, the programming and the socializing and the cultural and your experiences and how your brain, your personal brain is interpreting the world. And, And most importantly, you don't need, like I did, you know, 10 years of of therapy. I had experienced a lot of abuse as a kid. And so I I thought therapy was the answer. And, And it was. I processed stuff. But the truth was that I still didn't have a tool. I didn't have a tool that I could use in this moment to face my fear, overcome an objection, and move into action. And that's what neuroscience kind of gave me. So I became an avid, avid student of understanding the wiring, really, of the female mind. And so ICANN Institute is about that. It's about helping women specifically, giving women the resources and tools and understanding. I built an entire, you know, neurotraining system that helps you understand what is it that's getting in our way and what tools can we use right now? So
1: that's I just love what you talk, just, I love everything you said right there. And I'm, I'm particularly intrigued around how you might share with people how their backstory is now defining, you know, their present state and those neuro tools that are, you know, helping propel them in business. So out of curiosity, my observation in the network marketing space and I work with a couple companies in that space as well and my observation is that people people become partner part of these companies based on emotion versus truly looking at it as a business opportunity mm-hmm. and so i'm curious about when it comes to the neuro tools that you use that you know there how you can apply that for, for women getting into business like this to truly just, you know, like this is a business pursuit. This is an, a valid opportunity for them to create an impact in their lives in a huge way. You know, what would you tactically just immediately give advice about that around? That was a really long question. Do you yeah. know what I'm asking?
0: We have two parts to that question. Do you know question.
1: what I'm asking? Because there's 42 questions in that one thing that I just said
0: Right. So the first question you said is, you know, how does our past impact our present business experience? Yeah. So let, let me start there because it does lead to the to the last the second question. So the first one is really this. You are a human being with a human brain and your brain is wired first and foremost for survival. So you will avoid, and this is, this is like a prehistoric, very primal wiring, you will avoid anything that your brain defines as a risk or a threat, something scary. Now, all of us see the lens of what that is from our past. So if you had an experience in your past where you were rejected and and who hasn't had that on the playground, you know, in high school, you weren't a part of the cool girls club. In other words, any moment in time from your past where you had an, an experience that didn't feel good, your brain decided, aha, I will never do that again because it doesn't feel good. There's the emotion side that we're talking about. It doesn't feel good to me. And, and this is what it means to me. Now, women always perceive the world through very personalized. You hear guys all the time say, it's not personal, it's just business. And I don't know, as a woman, I always wanted to strangle them and say, everything's personal, right? I mean, come on. And that's because that's our lens. That's how we see things. And, we tend to blame us it's it's my fault i'm not enough i can't do that i'm no good at that i'll be judged i won't fit in you know and so our past is the lens through which we define our world it it's what it's what causes us to think we're not enough all of that stuff that gets in our way and so here you are in the present moment and you you join a business, a network marketing business, which feels like I'm just sharing this product, whatever this product is. I mean, that's kind of, we try to make it really simple. You're just sharing. You just, you're just girl to girl saying, Hey, I found this thing. It's really cool. But that's not what this is. Okay. I know we like to say that's one of the big myths of the industry is we're just sharing stuff. That's at the core of it. But if you really want to create a business out of anything you're doing, if you want to take, if you want it to be a business, then you have to look at it through the eyes of more of a elevated business awareness and not just the emotional baggage of your past. But that's really hard for women, and that's why we need these tools. So, neuro tools do this. Okay, there's two two kinds of shifts. One is right now so I'm feeling I'm feeling a little fear I'm thinking I really should call my friend she's at the top of my chicken list I should call her and share all of this with her and then boom immediately that critical voice kicks in and goes oh man you don't want her to get upset and think you're that pushy salesperson and you know she probably doesn't need it and she's gonna say no and I don't want to ruin my relationship she'll think I'll take advantage of the coronavirus (laughs) all of that you know the little committee's running right and so in that moment, that judgmental mind, which is just representing your fear, causes you to put the phone down and say, maybe later, right? In that moment. So right in that moment, what a neurotool can do to shift energy is to help you, you can dial in, <laughs> listen to the neural tool, change your energy. And as you shift your energy, it is just enough boost. And I'm talking... A nanosecond, it's enough of a boost for you to push dial, right? And and connect with that woman, start, start the conversation, all of a sudden, boom, you're in your flow, you're having fun, you're being you, right? So what that what, what the NeuroTool tool can do in a moment is bridge the gap and move you into action when you are avoiding action. That's number one. And then number two, there is a Baseline belief that we have about ourselves, our core belief, our blueprint, right? Our mental, the mental foundation. And every single morning you wake up, you're operating from that foundation. So if your foundation is down here, I'm not enough, I can't do it, it's never going to happen for me, all of that, then every day you are starting from the basement, trying to elevate right to the top. And it, it's hard. But what if we took the programming? And we begin to elevate it every single day, so that you are operating from a higher foundational point. So instead of saying "I'm not enough," what if you could wake up in a period of time and say, "I got this. I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I'm enough. Perfect." Yeah. Huge difference.
1: Oh my gosh! I how do I get that tool? I, I need that tool <laughs> like tomorrow, <laughs> like today, actually. <laughs> Why Deb? Why do you think it is that, and you probably know scientifically why this is. What What is the difference in the male minds and the female minds? Right. That we take it so personally.
0: Some of it is culture, you know. Some of it's programming. Some of it's probably hormonal. Some of it's the way we are wired. But I, I, let me tell you a quick study. There was a study done almost a decade ago now at Yale university. And what they did is they took all these college age kids, put them in a room together and taught them a brand new skill. None of them had right. Goofy little gadget. How do you, you know, and, and then once they taught them the skill, they gave them a test and there were 10 questions. They took everybody who scored seven out of 10, all of those, they put them in a room, a separate room. So there were guys and girls alike in that room, all scored sevens. And they said to them, how do you think you did. So this is interpretation of the, of the value, worthiness, and, and success. The guys to, I mean, exactly to the letter, all of them said, I think I did really good. I think I aced it, probably nine, 10. And guess what the women did? Every single one of them devalued, hmm. right? So all of them said, ooh, five, six, I don't, I don't think I did very well. So everybody got a seven women devalued their worthiness guys elevated. And what they, what they're looking at is the fact that this seems to be our wiring and our programming that guys are more confident than they should be in a situation. I mean, right. guys with a map, right? Do you need a map? No, I don't need a map. I got this. Yeah. And women, we're kind of trained to doubt ourselves, to be uncertain. So we go. Right? When you go into the marketplace, no matter what company you're with, you go into the marketplace, a guy is operating from a higher level of confidence and a woman from a lower level of confidence. And here's why that's important. Because, again, a different study looked at the confidence level that men or women have to go into the sales experience. So here's what they discovered. Women have to be 100% confident before they will ask for the sale. So they have to have confidence about the product, confidence about the company, confidence about the environment, confidence about the person they're talking to, confidence they're going to get a great response. They got to be confident. So what happens is most people most women tend to go, oh, "Wait a minute, I'm not quite ready." Guys only need to be 60% confident. So what guys are saying is, "Heck yeah, give me the give me it. Let me let me have it. I'm going to wing it, who cares?" Right? Right? They they just move into action. They don't have to be very confident and they're already high, they've already elevated their confidence. So basically, they could they could take anything and sell anything because that's their wiring. Where women, they gotta have it all together and they gotta be incredibly confident, and they tend to devalue their under their confidence in something to begin with. So it's a setup, it's an absolute setup for women to say wait, hold on, and for men to leap. So men become risk-confident and women become risk-averse. The number one indicator to tell how successful you will be as an entrepreneur entrepreneur is how risk-confident or comfortable are you? Bottom line. So it's almost like our wiring is, is stacked against us.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah.
0: why, for me, that's why these neural tools are so valuable because, and you, you were talking to Sarah, one of my team members before we started the call and she said, you know, the thing that I'm so excited about is people come to us to improve their business success and they do, but they stay, they stay with us because they feel better because they're more confident because they like how they feel in their life and their families are saying man you're happier and you're more confident and you know the life is better when mom feels this way in the house so it's kind of like people come and they'll take a class or they'll jump in and learn neural tools and you know their membership might be originally they purchase a membership for a couple months or for a year and they'll stay 5 10 years and that's why because we have to almost relearn who we are and what we can do in the world and these tools that you can use moment to moment to moment every single day and the ones that reprogram our foundation, when you're using these together while you're stepping into higher and higher levels of business, it's intoxicating. It feels like, yeah, like you came home, you know?
1: How, you know, one question I've wondered about is whether people started, you know, like you and I did, down the education path, you know, you get your degree, you get that, that job that's supposed to bring you, you know, relative comfort and fulfillment. Why do you think it is that I would hazard a guess, probably 95% of people never do anything else? Because education, even though I don't think they maybe truly are living their, their happiest life they could, why that is?
0: Because we've been programmed to get an education as though it is something to be acquired. I got a degree. I finished high school. I got a degree. I got an advanced degree. It's like you receive it. It's like a stamp of approval. Woohoo, we're done. And we missed, we really missed the concept that, you know, your education, your degree is nothing more than the launch pad. Right, it's just it's just the thing that got you started. The best thing about college is not the specific education you got, but the education, learning how to learn, right, mm-hmm. learning how to achieve, learning how to figure things out, problem solving, advanced thinking. That's what education really. So it it isn't whether you're the diploma has one name of a degree or another. It, it's really kind of pointless. So part of that is we we've been we've been programmed really to believe in one system instead of understanding that if you're breathing, you should be learning, right? If you're alive, you should be advancing. And that, you know, everything you've learned is preparing you for something coming next, and then that something coming next is going to require more education and more understanding. It's it, and it is. I, I fell into it when I when I first succeeded and failed in network marketing. I reached the top all by myself. It was a house of cards, right? I had I really had no leaders, and I'm standing on stage with my big check, and everybody's congratulating me, right? Fastest to the top, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all a lie because, and I knew it. I had no. I didn't have a team. I didn't have, you know, any kind of, I guess I'd say, you know, leveraged income. I didn't have that. And and when that company went under, it gave me an opportunity to kind of like gut check, right, of like, okay, so what do I need to do differently? And, and being an educator, I thought, I'll go back and get more education. But, you know, that's, at least I went back. And as I was taking classes, I was like, yeah, this isn't helping me. Let, let me try another. Do- no, that's not really helping me. You know, life is one of our greatest teachers, but the truth is we have available to us resources in our day and age through Zoom. <laughs> we have, we have resources that nobody in human history has ever had. You can, I got certified as a firewalk instructor years ago.
1: <laughs> firewalk firewalk. <laughs> Were you with Tony Robbins? I, was- I experienced a Tony
0: Tony Robbins firewalk, but I got certified through somebody else, right? And How it was like cool. 15 <laughs> day, you know, and it, it used to make me laugh because when I claimed it, I'm a certified firewalk instructor. It it just it made me chuckle. I was like, only in America can you get certified, right? right? <laughs> Firewalking or anything else that you want.
1: Yeah. You know, if you were, if, you know, one, some of our listeners, a a large portion of them are sitting in corporate today and they're thinking about hiring themselves. They're, they're afraid they're, oh my gosh, it seems like such a scary world, but really my observation is that you can do it very strategically and Mm -hmm. with actually very little risk in a lot of ways, if you do it smart so if you were that person and you were evaluating starting a business, maybe it's a network marketing, maybe it's a franchise, maybe it's, you know, whatever it is, what would you say would be some tactical things that they can do today that right. would help prepare them for that?
0: So first thing I'd say is you got you to gotta do a little bit of a gut check and check out whether or not you're really ready, willing, and able. These are my three categories I use when you're recruiting someone. And right now, if you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, you're recruiting yourself, right? Mm, are you ready? I love
1: that you said that. Yep.
0: Right. So ready means that the moment is right. The time is right, right? You, you're, you have a intention and a decision, right? That you've really, you've been through it and you've recognized that this is the moment that you're, you're going to seize this moment. And and willing. This is probably the most critical thing, Lisa. Is you got to be willing. You got to be willing to face yourself. You got to be willing to look at where you have on a check and balance sheet. Right? What are you missing? You missing education? Are you missing investment? Are you missing connections? Are you? You know, one of the tools I always use is a is a strategy where we just look at your assets and your liabilities. Right? Your liabilities could be your doubts and your mindset and your fear. It, it, but it could be other things like a, a lack of investors or depending on what you're looking for, but what are your assets? And I'm here to tell you that your desire, your will, your focus, your commitment, if you're willing to do the work to look at yourself and see assets and liabilities, right? Ready, willing, and the last one's able, you know, is, are you able to take action? Is do you have the ducks in the row whatever that means for the you know the business that you've chosen and when people say okay that's great am i ready willing and able if i can say yes to all of that which is the most important and i will say willing are you willing to do what's required because when you are an entrepreneur you are both your greatest asset and your greatest liability. So what that means is you are either going to make you successful or you're going to sink the ship, right? It's, all, it's on you. And, the, and I always say to people, you know, when people talk about network marketing is a personal development journey, cleverly wrapped in a business, all of that is true, which is why it's a wonderful really for every single person on the planet because you have a place to apply. You know, I used to do just pure personal development. And what I found is people would come and they kind of piddle around at it, but it it didn't feel to me like it was going anywhere. And that's because it was just all kind of focused on me. It felt more therapeutic. But the minute you do personal development that is connected to business success Mm. That's exciting because now I have some place to apply the tools. I have some place to try it out. How there's nothing, no better test on facing your fear than picking up the phone and making a phone call that just scares the heck out of you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that you said that. It's it's a great observation. I I remember attending early in my sales days, like Tony Robbins, you know things and. I, list, I would listen to Bob Proctor and, you know, all those good ones. And I so agree with you. When you actually have a business, you can apply this mental toughness to, then you're actually going to see results in your pocketbook as yeah. well. So yeah. let's take someone, say they were, and I love by the way that you focus on network marketing because it's the most brilliant marketing plan that I ever saw. I don't know why I didn't do it before. <laughs> So let's say you were evaluating what what kind of network marketing company you wanted to take part in. How would you go about doing that?
0: Well, I will tell you, it doesn't matter what you're selling. What matters is that you love it with all of your heart. And I'll tell you that that's true for women. It's not true for men. Men can be lukewarm about a product and they're selling it to get the end result money fame fortune you know all of that it's just, it's their wiring uh, please hear me i'm not judging but for women women are looking for fulfillment and connection and purpose and authenticity and so you have to have a product and a company that resonates resonates with you right it's not like the product has to be the best product in the world but it has to resonate. Like my first company was Rexall and we sold this fiber product. I had a personal experience. I lost weight on it, but I also, it I could see that it was doing things. It was lowering people's blood pressure. My parents had blood pressure issues. So I was like, wow, this is powerful. This is a health product. It's really making a difference. So I could get behind it. Right. Yeah. And so a product doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be flashy. In fact, sometimes that, that throws you off. But boy, do you have to connect. You have to connect as a woman. You got to feel the purpose, the power, the passion. However, it's not enough. It's not enough. Because just because you love something doesn't mean you will move past fear to acquire it. Mm. Right? Mm. So if you, if you think put fear in one hand and put your desire in the other right? Inside your fear, this is where your beliefs and your limitations and the fear and all of this energy live. And your desire is like, I want it. So are these equal? And the answer is no, because fear lives in the subconscious. Your belief about what's possible lives in the subconscious. And this is 95% of the power. Your desire, 5%. So when you wake up in the morning and you want, you're like, I want that new car. I want to, I want to go on that trip. I, I want that. But your fear looms higher. You can see it's not, and it's not equal playing ground. So you, if you're going to overcome your fears and your doubts and your insecurities, if you're going to overcome all of that, you're going to have to have something you're absolutely committed to as a product line, but also you got to have a big, a big what and a big why. Why are you doing this? What do you want? And why do you want it? it? That has to be big. So if you look at a company and a product and you're like, I feel that. I can connect to that. I see that. I can, I can get passionate about that. And I'm willing to overcome in order to achieve. Now you've got things lined up. So there are... There are things that are obviously important, you know, how solid is a company, how long has it been around. I mean, there's a million of things things you could connect to. In fact, Lisa, that's why people ought to call you.
1: What I find interesting is, you know, having been in recruiting for so long, the countless, you know, times people would ask me, well, you know, how would how would I rise in leadership in this company, and how, you know, what kind of core values do they have, and then they hire themselves, which is what I consider you doing when you're, you know, entering into the network marketing space. And yet they don't apply those same questions to this business in a box, right? So I can't believe we're almost out of time. You and I could talk forever. I want to, I want to make sure and highlight some of the things that you have coming up that are important to you that would help mm-hmm. our audience you know, make a leap themselves, whether it be into their own business, or maybe they already have a business and it's just not moving Mm -hmm. forward to the extent they would want it to. So talk to us about some of the things that you have going right now. You're excited about how our listeners can get connected to your community.
0: The first thing I'm going to say is I want you to get engaged with a free resource. So cost you nothing. It's a free neuro tool. And we'll get a link Lisa, that your people can follow, but it's called rise and thrive and the, and it's a binaural recording. So there's a track going in your right ear, a track going in your left ear. There is binaural beats music. That's alpha wave. The idea is you can listen to this anytime during the day. And what we're doing is we're calming the stress center we 're quieting the critical mind, and then we are bombarding your conscious and subconscious mind with um, really everything that is needed right for your brain to be able to elevate right to rise up and, and get, get, yeah, and so when they follow this link they 're actually going to come to a page, a landing page that does three things. They're gonna get a little short little video that they can watch. We call it a mini class, right? Where they can watch the video to understand neuroscience, neurotools, what's how how they should be using it, what it's for, all of that. Then they can listen to the actual neurotool. It's about 15 minutes. They can listen over and over and over, fall asleep to it, whatever, whatever you like. It's very soothing. And then the third thing they're gonna get is a poster, a rise and thrive poster, so they can add. The, the visual element as they are retraining, tapping, retraining, and listening. We, it's a full immersion kind of, kind of free tool. So that, that's what I would suggest first, because honestly, if you listen to that and you're like, yeah, this doesn't work for me, it, it, then we're kind of done. But if you listen to it, <laughs> oh, oh, right, then you need to take one more step. And so when you take one more step, the thing that's happening right now is that we are? We just opened registration for our once a year, this year we're doing it virtual, it's called Escape the Ordinary. And it's a leader's retreat. The idea is it's an opportunity for people who are either already leaders of leaders or people who are kind of emerging as a leader, they're finding their way, they've got a couple people, they're a little lost about their identity as a leader or those people who are brand new or looking at the industry that are saying, I know that if I'm going to be successful in this industry, I got to be a leader. So let me see what that looks and feels like, right? So truthfully, any woman that's in sales of any kind or an entrepreneur of any kind is going to love this event because this is an opportunity to really deal with your the mindset that is blocking your growth, you know. As a successful leader. And so, yes, it is virtual. It's gonna be December 3, 4, and 5. But if you know anything about me, I am just absolutely committed to create things that are extraordinary. So, because of my teaching background, what I know is that words don't teach, it's experience. So this is an opportunity for you to come and have a full immersion, even though it's virtual, right? You're going to experience it. There are activities. You're going to get a swag box. that has all kinds of neuro tools in it. You are going to get to experience and play with, there are breakout sessions There are going to be networking opportunities and and growth and development. But the key is by the end of the three days, we spend the first part kind of identifying what your goal is and what's not working. And then we kind of break everything down and we do a deep dive into you. All right. Not a lot of rah, rah and hype. This is, this is personal. Let's get personal in your business. And so we're going to deep dive into people, what's blocking, and what's stopping, and we're going to have a breakthrough, right? One of those moments. And it's like, bam. And then, and then there is the creation of your 2021 plan. So, it's it's like we tear it all apart and we build it all back better, bigger, and in the way you want to create your life. So it 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 just it's an incredible transformational experience. It's very different that from traditional network marketing kinds of events, right? So we want to invite everybody to come and play. We'll, well put that.
1: Quite in- frankly, I feel like any leader in any, I mean, whether you're in corporate and you want to be learn how to be a better servant leader. Cause that's, that's the key that I've seen in the most successful leaders in any type of network marketing or direct selling or brokerage. It's those servant leaders that are really finding the most success in my experience. So I'm so excited. I want to come Deb. So you be sure and let me know. No, yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. where, how do our, what's the best way for our viewers to find you?
0: Well, we're going to send you some links to go along with this recording, but they can jump in right now. They can go to icaninstitute.com, I-C-A-N institute.com, and click on events and you'll see Escape the Ordinary. That's the fastest way to get to that content. But I really do want everybody to absolutely enjoy that free NeuroTool. It is getting rave reviews, and I know it's going to change you. So make sure you take advantage of that as well. Mm -hmm.
1: I love it. Thank you, Deb. It's been so lovely to speak with you. I so appreciate your time. To my amazing Dream Big Nation listeners, I am so blessed to be part of your day and I hope this has brought some value to you. I know it has me. Take action, friends. Follow up with Deb and her organization and don't waste time. This is not a practice life that we have that we're living. So, As always, bless you in this amazing life journey. If you want to catch up on past episodes, go to Lisa Williams Co. As you know, we have some great events ourselves coming up. Our Wealth-Minded Women series is kicking off on Friday. It's going to be an immersion class of 12 weeks, introducing you to 10 different businesses in a box and giving you a tremendous amount of coaching around this brain of ours to help us on that journey. I think actually, Deb, you'd be a great cameo guest for one of those 12 weeks. So let's talk about that. And friends, we also have our Assets Are Sexy event coming up on November 6th with Ms. Sharon Lecter. So be sure and put that on your calendar as well. As always, bless you all in this amazing life journey and we'll see you soon.
0: Hey, Dream Big Nation community. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about working with Lisa and her team directly, go to lisawilliamsco.com and learn how to hire yourself.